just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Hey, Jalenta. Yes, Kristen. It has been a while since we talked with Emily, who was moving into her first apartment and was a little bit nervous about it. And I'm just dying to know how she's doing. Uh, for real, I've been thinking about her so much. I want to know if she's gone to a bar by herself in her new neighborhood. Uh, has she become a recluse? Is she still alive? Oh, we have so many questions for her. And not just that, we have listener mail from all of you out there. Uh, yeah, so let's get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode underway. Let's do it. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with our most recent guest because, like you, we are dying to know how they're doing. So last week, our episode focused on Emily. She was nervous but excited about moving into her first all-alone big girl apartment, you know? She never lived without roommates or family and wasn't sure if she could hack it out there on her own. Yeah, she was nervous about how her social life would change, if she'd be able to, you know, continue putting herself out there, if she would somehow fall into becoming a hermit. She was also worried about if she would choke to death on food. She was really nervous about a lot of different things. And, you know, we wanted to help her get through some of that nervousness and focus more on the things she was excited about. And after two weeks, she did seem to be doing better, I thought. Yeah, she realized she had a support system that existed without having to be under the same roof as her. And, like, there's tons of people who want to hang out with her and care about her, no matter if they live with her or not. Yeah, but one big thing has changed since we last talked with her. She has actually moved into that apartment she found for herself. And, of course, Jolenta, you and I want to know all about that apartment. And, fortunately, she stopped by yesterday to tell us all about it. Lindsay, let's throw to that tape. Emily! Emily! Emily's here in our studio, in our house. (laughs) We can't believe you came here to see us. We know know. you're so busy right now. Mm. We know not just your work stuff and so on, but, you know, you're still setting up your new home, right? Yes, I am now living in my new apartment. It still feels very new, but, yeah, I'm in it. I live alone officially. (laughs) Did you die and get eaten by animals? No, I'm still living. I haven't had to do the self-Heimlich. Good. Although I'm really tempting fate um, with some of the things that I'm eating. What have you been going to town on? Are you just like sucking on (laughs) cough drops while laying on your back? Kind of, except lemon drops. Oh, no. Emily, no, don't do that. I'm going the whole grandma candy route. Yeah. Where there's originals, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's been a thing that I've had to think about sometimes. Especially when I'm watching TV, I'll eat a lemon drop and then I'll laugh. Oh, no. And I have not yet been close to choking. I'm not, like, I don't even tempt fate. But it does cross my mind about how... It could happen. Well, Emily, we hope you keep staying safe with your candy choices. Maybe try a lollipop or something that won't get lodged in your throat. Um, 
But actually, let's talk about the move itself. Let's talk about the move. It did not go well. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for anyone who's ever lived in New York, you think you go in kind of like, oh, I'm so cool and mighty. I know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, and then it just always, you're really brought down. by. You remember <laughs> where you live and how inconvenient it is and how like yeah. the city sometimes feels like it has a death wish for you. Uh I felt personally attacked. So I yes. have, there are times when New York will personally offend you and you'll be like, New yeah. York, you're trying to get me and only me today. Yeah, no. So as part of this whole move, I have obviously been thinking about budgeting and things like that. And so I did get movers, but I hired movers that were hourly. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, cool, I have an elevator. I'll be able to move a lot of the stuff myself. My parents were coming to town for a whole other reason. And so they were going to help me. They had a car. I was like, I'll get a lot moved with them using the elevator, and then mm. I won't have to have the movers for as long. Yeah. Well, so the elevator was down. I was still really committed to this plan of yep. trying to move as much as I could with my parents. And I just, d- things didn't go according to plan. It also was like the week where it was like 100 degrees. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, which. <laughs> like that hot snap out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Heat wave. It was just ridiculous. But. I don't know. Once, like, everything happened, it just was a really stressful period. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And then the movers came and did everything, and it was totally fine. Um, And then I just kind of had a full-on panic attack. (laughs) Um, Like standing in your new place, boxes boxes. around you. Literally the second the movers left with, like, the last thing of boxes, I, like, broke down. Were were your family members there, or was it just you? Literally, my entire family, except for my little brother, was there. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I I am someone who suffers from anxiety, um, yeah. and it's a thing that I've dealt with a lot of my life. But I don't think I've ever had a panic attack in front of my father. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had them in front of my mom. Yeah. But I was so mad at my mom at the moment that I was having a panic attack. That, that you're not going to be going to her for comfort. Right. And it was like a weird thing where she was trying to like get my dad to comfort me, but he didn't really know what to do. Um, my brother ended up just leaving because that's really, I wanted everyone to leave. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like the way that I have panic attacks are like hyperventilation and things yeah, like that. Same, and same. I'm, I'm the yeah. same route. I think at that moment, I realized how much I missed my roommate, even though she had been gone for so long. Yeah. Um, at that point, it, like, felt like— It became real. Well, I was like, shit, like, my best friend doesn't live in New York anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just a lot sort of happened. But then I do get, uh, like, some level of catharsis from panic attacks. Um, because everything picked up I was going to say, out. it's letting out a lot of things you yeah. haven't been acknowledging or letting yourself feel right. or deal with. So. And just, like, true energies. Like, I'm very much, like, an energies type person. Mm-hmm. Not to get too, like, witchy. But. <laughs> oh, go on. I could go all day. Uh, but, but, yeah, letting it out. And yeah. Like, and, like, letting it out and then sort of being like, okay, now that's kind of done. I can move on. Um, that's not really exactly how it happened. I continued to have, like... Reverberations. You have to you have to keep reminding yourself what you learned and like the conclusions you came to when you realized like you weren't gonna die. Exactly. And like things will be okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a journey. It's not a one and done. Yeah. And one of the aspects of how the move went and my panic attack is the idea was that, oh, my parents were gonna be in town for a separate thing. My mom is a great decorator, she'll help me get everything set up and I'll feel more comfortable living in the space if I can get it set up immediately. Obviously, that didn't happen, partially because the move was so, like, messed up. And then 
me not wanting to do anything once yeah, I had a panic being attack. Like, I'm, I need to chill. <laughs> yeah. um, but then my dad was the one that suggested that my mom could just come back. Um, like they drove, but that mm-hmm. she could come back in a couple of weeks and help mm-hmm. me. Um, good idea, dad. Uh, yeah. It was actually, actually a good solution. It was yeah. a great solution. And I think in a way, like, did help me feel better. It took the pressure off of, like, the immediacy right. and, like, getting all of it done while they're in town <laughs> for something else. Like, but yeah. also not leaving it open-ended. Like, there's actually a date yeah. in mind where, and, yeah, like, there's we a will plan. take care of this. It does not have yeah. to happen now. Let's just plan for the future right. and you enjoy yourself. And I, like, didn't touch any boxes during that period. My dad also did say something that was funny in the midst of me having a panic attack attack he was like i don't think i could do what you're doing right now like i think you know in that perspective of maybe i am doing something that i it's okay to be a little panicked about yeah this is scary this is a big step like you're allowed to feel it freak out and then decorate when you feel like it (laughs) which is what we did (laughs) did you decorate tell us all about that okay so it actually ended up being really funny so i didn't do any unpacking like i said and then my mom came and then started unpacking stuff and then i tried to give like I should, from the outset, say that my mom and I have similar design sensibilities. Mm-hmm. So what I'm about to say isn't her, like, being control freaky. But she was starting to suggest some things that I should have been doing from the beginning mm-hmm. and that I that had to happen now. And I was like, no, I don't want to do my books that way. And she was like, she said, well, you are offer- I'm offering my services. You don't get to comment on what happens. Ooh, She's like, this hey. is what I'm doing. And I don't need any comments from you about what it's going to be. Um, so she kind of just like took the reins and like she asked me my opinions about stuff. But I told her kind of what I had envisioned for like a gallery wall and like where I mean, my furniture was where it was supposed to be. But yeah. kind of like the plans that I had for spaces and stuff like that. Uh, And she kind of just ran with it and did the whole thing. Um, Oh, nice, Mom. Yeah, I mean, it was really nice and helpful. And we got to hang out and talk. um, And I helped when needed, but she pretty much did the whole thing herself. That's amazing. Wow. (laughs) That is a fabulous gift. So how are you feeling in your space now? Um, Yeah, I think there are things that I enjoy about it. I enjoy leaving and knowing when I come back that things are going to be exactly where I left Mm, them. That's amazing. Um, No piles of dishes in the sink unless they're yours. Right. And there's not. (laughs) (laughs) I very much am wash my dishes at the end of the day type person. Nice. There are some times where I'm like kind of lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, this is going to sound... I, this is going to sound depressing, and I don't mean it's depressing. But when I get lonely, I kind of just go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm getting better sleep. Normally, I would, like, if I wanted to talk to my roommate, I would stay up and talk to her, even if I needed to go to sleep. Because I wanted the social the interaction. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting a healthy amount of sleep, not a depressing amount. So we shouldn't be worried about you. You should not be right. worried. Okay, I good. still <laughs> don't oversleep. I am not a great sleeper to begin with. So that's why I think it's probably okay. It's probably better. Like I don't like sometimes I go to bed at yeah. like 930 and that's not that's a dream. That's wow. not a bad thing. No, I would that love is to not. go to bed at night. Also, I think like being lonely happens. Yeah. Like, and I and I'm not saying like wallow in it or like right. yay but also like it's part of the human it's gonna condition. happen mm-hmm. it happened when i had roommates it happened when i as a married on my person own. it happens when yeah. i'm married like yeah yeah it's it just, just is and it sounds person. like right. you're choosing to take care of yourself now one thing you were worried about emily just to shift gears a little bit but mm. not shift them that much is you were worried that maybe you would either become a hermit or you would you weren't really sure how to socialize really mm-hmm. as somebody who was living alone how are you dealing with that now so i um 
I posted on Instagram how now that I lived near the park and I'm trying not to spend as much money eating out and stuff, that I was yeah. going to start making myself breakfast on the weekends, which is normally when I would go out for breakfast, mm-hmm. and then, like, take it to the park and have fun have a, that It's like way. a brunch, oh, but, so great. but it's with the stuff that I made because I'm so close. And I posted that, and then a bunch of people were like, this is the best idea ever. We're going to start in- doing brunch club. Well, they're like, please invite me the next time you do it. Yes. Um. So I have a couple of friends that I work with um, that we're also in, like, a book club together with uh, that live semi-near. And I invited them to, like, go to the park. And then I was like, I think I'm going to make a quiche. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Okay, this is social as fuck. Park. Oh, my no. gosh. Yeah, so I so made you this- started, like, a brunch club and made a fucking quiche for everyone? <laughs> I made a quiche. And then we just sat in the park and ate it. Oh, this is so <laughs> Emily. good. Yeah. And Emily. Then, but then we You're were, like, a vibrant <laughs> social queen. <laughs> well, it ended up, like, not being, like, super social. I mean, we chatted and stuff. And then we just, like, sat there and read. That's what being social oh, is. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. This um, is so, so good. You don't have to be out clubbing for it to be social, Emily. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, it ended up being, like, a really great day. And I was really excited. Nice. Yeah. Well, before we go, Emily. Yes. I know you don't want to live with anyone else for a while. But. Uh-oh. I got you a present. <laughs> um, this is, you can name this whatever you want to. This is your new plant. Okay. This is a yes. plant. Um, this, this plant was made out of clippings from the first plant that I bought when I oh first lived by myself in Brooklyn. Oh, that's so, so sweet. So um, it descends from a plant that's almost 20 years old right now. I just want you to like have yeah. something that you can love and take care of in your house in Thank addition you so to yourself. So, clearly, Emily is thriving now that she's living on her own. Oh, yeah. She is doing so great. And, you know, I just cannot thank her enough for being on the show with us, for sharing her experience with us. We know it takes a lot to be that vulnerable. Totally. And yet, she did it, and she provided something that, you know, I think for everybody else listening, meant a lot. Yeah. And we know that some listeners actually have written in saying that they would love to be the next Emily. Yeah. And if you're one of them, if you're thinking, I want to be the next person on We Love You and So Can You to have some help from me and from Jolenta, then you know, just reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Yes, you can write to us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com if you're interested. Again, that is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we'll hear from some of you out there and your thoughts on our Emily episode. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Coming back from an injury or any painful condition is not a do-it-yourself project. Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven has the technology and talent to help you get back to what you love. Whether it's taking a walk or running a marathon, Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven can help you get back to your personal best. Gaylord. Think possible. Also available in Madison and Wallingford. Go to Gaylord.org for more information. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... 
Charcoal mask, great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice, I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We are back. And Kristen, we're talking Emily and moving out on your own. No roommates. We love you and so can you, Style. Yes, that's right. And we have received a lot of listener mail from people about this episode because a lot of you out there have lived alone, have fantasized about living alone. Worry about living alone. All of the above. And so there were a couple of main buckets that your responses seem to fall into. Uh, bucket one was safety tips for living alone because that was a big thing that Emily was concerned mm-hmm. about in her experience. So we got a lot of responses on that. We'll start with those. And then after that, we'll get to the other bucket, which was people talking about their favorite parts about living yeah, alone. just luxuriating in their <laughs> living aloneness. Yes. But let's start with those safety tips, shall we? Yes. I liked this tip from Mary, who's like, hey, let's lean into technology. She says, if you're comfortable and you use an iPhone, you can share your location with others, such as your family and friends. This means if you're out late or traveling back from somewhere, you can let that person know you're heading home and should be there in X amount of minutes. And they can make sure you get there. And if something happens, they can check on you or raise the alarm if necessary. Um, I love this suggestion. And uh, my sister-in-law actually does this because sometimes she does... Okay, she's like a very good person. She's a good person, unlike me. She'll like do this pilgrimage where she does a two-day walk to a silent retreat. Wow. I like the walk part, not the silent retreat part. And I'm like, this is both, both of these things are too much for me. Or she'll do like a solo bike trip in the wilderness, you know? Um, But she always brings her phone and has um, a location thing going with my mother-in-law, with her mom, just so, and a few other friends, I think, so people can keep tabs on, like, she'll email and say, I should be heading here tomorrow, and it's like, oh, she hasn't moved from there. We need to deal with this ASAP. Or like, oh my gosh, look, she's ahead of schedule, you know? Yeah, that's great. It's so great. That's so great. And even just for like simple things like I'm working a really late shift tonight, I'm going to let my friends know Mm -hmm. that I'm coming home late. Can you just track my path home because I'm getting home at one in the morning? Oh my gosh, yes. I wish I would have done that with my roommates or anyone when I used to like close theaters late at night and then commute home and just be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But if you don't have have roommates, you can do it with friends or somebody else. Anyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Michelle says, get to know your neighbors, especially older folks or neighbors who work at home through the day who are likely to notice if something's off. And when you're out of town, arrange for your mail to be held by either a neighbor or by the post office. Those are such good tips. I mean, the mail holding one is one of those things that Dean, my husband, also does anytime we're traveling. Mm-hmm. He um, lets the post office know, you know, we're going to be out of town for a couple weeks, hold the mail. And it's it does two things. One, it 
means we don't have to deal with like the mailbox the getting mail. so full yeah. that no, no other mail can get into the box. But then also, if anybody else is like seeing, like, oh, clearly nobody's home there. The yeah. mail's just piled up everywhere. I watched a cat burglar show back when I was in college, and they always would use piles of mail and newspapers to case the joint. That is, yeah. That, that that's an easy thing to fix. It, you're a mark. Don't be a mark. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to deal with. Just have a friend stop by once while you're out of town and have them pick it up, or like Dean does, have have the post office hold it. But aside from you know having your mail held, the thing about knowing your neighbors, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that is just the key to everything. Like if you know who your neighbors are, and if they, I mean. My neighbors would notice immediately if somebody was coming into my apartment who wasn't me. Oh, totally. Me. Yeah. Or, like, if the dog's freaking out and sounds sick or, like, someone's breaking in or, yeah. If zombies start coming, you want to know who you know, who your zombie neighbors are. <laughs> or who's not a zombie still. You want to be able to yell their name and be like, run or go for the head. Like, Yeah. I mean, so much safety is just knowing your neighbors. Like, being able to, like, let's say I was locked out of my apartment. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story where I was locked out of my apartment once. Oh, my gosh. I went to one of my neighbor's apartments and knocked on the door, and I said, hey, I know I'm new in the building, and I don't know if you recognize me, but I live up there, one floor above you. I locked myself out. Would it be okay with you if I went into your apartment and then used your fire escape to climb up to my fire escape and then climb into my own window? Yay! Welcome to New York! Yes! Um, <laughs> thank you, Jennifer Boroshansky, for allowing me to do that. And then Jennifer Boroshansky and I became friends because Yay. she let me break into my own apartment by going through her apartment and up her fire escape. But that's like knowing your neighbors. Yeah. And you know who she wouldn't do that for? Some rando. No, if you're a stranger, we're like, hey, I promise, let me into your apartment. Yeah. Run around. No. 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 Doesn't work that way. But knowing mm-hmm. one's neighbors, it can be a lifesaver. Or in my case, just save a trip to the locksmith. All right. Should we go into our second bucket of listener responses? Oh, bucket two, please. Yeah. So we had some safety recommendations, but then, oh boy, we got dozens and dozens and dozens of people writing in, talking about their favorite parts about living alone, what they miss about living alone, mm. how they envy Emily for getting a chance to love live alone. Being alone. Yeah. All of you seem to be cheering for Emily and maybe having some feelings of sadness that you don't live alone anymore. Oh, you guys. It's an alone celebration. (laughs) Nina says, My favorite thing about living alone was having control over what I did and when. Like eating, listening to music, cooking, making a mess, cleaning, talking to myself, everything. Oh, and being in control of the temperature, AC, heat, windows. It was all my decision. Oh, my gosh. I'm so on board with that temperature thing. Ugh. Oh, my Constant battle. Yeah. I mean, I'm somebody who... Jolinda, you know this about me. I believe in using the least amount of energy as possible, mm-hmm, partly because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to, like, be close to, like, green living as I can. Yeah. And so I barely touch the AC. I use it. I let myself use it maybe five days a year when I live by myself. Oh, yeah. And then I use the least amount of heat that I can, and then I use blankets and lots of sweaters and so on. But when I live with other people, they don't like that so much. No. They usually want to use the AC 20 days a year, not five. Yeah, they, no. They have a, a lower threshold for yeah. what they can withstand. For me, I just tend to run way colder than my spouse. So he's like, let's blast this window 
open and like let the snow in. And I'm like, what's happening? It's so cold. Honey, it's 29 and degrees he's out. Like, it's a sauna in here. I'm dying. And I'm is he like, going through menopause? this is great. I don't know, but he's a mess temperature wise. <laughs> and it's it's always everyone's problem in the house. <laughs> All right. Celine has this to say. I loved living on my own, exclamation points, by the way. I did so during most of my student life and then two years as a young adult before my now husband and I moved in together. I loved feeling free to do, eat, wear, or not whatever I want and leave my dirty dishes in the sink if I felt lazy and didn't want to clean up. I do love living with my husband, too, but he is much more mess intolerant than I am, which means I'm no longer allowed to say, I'll clean up tomorrow. Oh, I'll clean up tomorrow is my favorite thing to say. <laughs> I'll say it for days on end. Yeah, but the person who has to deal with that, if they're mess intolerant, they probably are so mad. Oh, uh, yeah. They're probably so mad. Like, why are these dishes still in the sink from this morning or yesterday or last Thursday? Lindsay is one of those people. She's oh, just— Oh, yeah. Our producer, Lindsay, loves putting things in their place. Yeah, and she doesn't want your freaking dirty dishes no. in the sink three days later. She does mm -mm. not want that. No. So, Celine, um, don't live with our producer, Lindsay. Don't do that. No. And we're sorry you don't get to have all the things you did while living alone, but maybe you have less vermin now. Oh, good point. <laughs> yes, yes. I liked this comment from Jen who says, I like that when I live alone, I can experiment with rearranging my living room without impacting anyone else. What a fun answer. Oh, my gosh, That yes. is such a fun reason to I live alone. I remember one time when I was living with four roommates, two of us came home and the other two had, like, rearranged the living room completely and we were and like brought up an ugly piece of furniture from the street and we were like what no but cool <laughs> job you put so much work into this but also why <laughs> and but when you're alone you can do it and then undo it and then do it again and no one is gonna hurt your feelings the way i probably did oh yeah and that includes artwork you know how mm. not everyone's on the same page about oh what gosh, they consider right. art oh yeah some yeah. people think a poster of you know something you saw in college a thousand times is art no no that thing where god is handing adam a joint and what? from the sistine chapel ceiling you know that poster oh I'm talking yeah yeah about? i know what you're talking about it's like about. in every dorm room in college it's like that's not art mm -mm. no that's not art and like no offense, but neither is the Stevie Nicks poster you had. And, like, she's great, but, like, get something else to, like, frame a nice scarf, you know, to yeah. to, to pay homage. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting what every, everyone just has a different idea of art, right? But, yeah, I love the idea of, like, being able to experiment with, like, layout and stuff, too, oh, without, yeah. like, fucking with people's heads. Oh, yeah, all that. Margot has this to say, I still fantasize about living alone. I love my husband, but I don't always love cohabitation. He's a great person to live with, and the benefits outweigh the downsides. Living alone was always a particular form of freedom. Now, my way of getting it is just to travel alone occasionally. It is an amazing thing to do if you haven't tried it. Check it out. Such a good idea. Yeah. What's I have more, who do that. What's a more pristine alone space than, like, I don't know, just, like, a nice alone hotel room? If yes. you can swing it. Or like Airbnb of just like all 
stuff that you can rearrange or like make a mess and not clean up or clean all the messes, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Carly does this sometimes. She just will buy a ticket and go off somewhere by herself. That's so cool. And sometimes it's outside the U.S. Sometimes it's in the U.S. Uh, She was in Nashville at one point. Just, you know, she was just there all by herself just to do it. And I thought that's amazing. That's just such a great way to see the world and to have your own space and I your love own it, yeah. alone time. So, yeah, if you're not someone who gets to live alone, maybe it's a great way to still feel some of that electricity of living alone. Totally. Um, and I freaking love this letter from Susanna who says, Nobody used to nag me if I walked around naked in my own place. <laughs> now my husband is all like, the neighbors have children and you should really close the curtain sometimes. But really— I'm bad at sharing a bedroom. I have four sisters and shared with them growing up. I adored having a bedroom of my own for a few years, but now I'm back to sharing. And if it weren't for sleep snugs and spontaneous sexy time, I'd be in the guest room. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love all that. I love the walking around naked. Yeah. I love being a big old starfish in a bed by myself. Like there's nothing more satisfying. Yeah. And I also shared a bedroom with a sister growing up at one point more than one because I have step siblings. Mm, And mm -hmm. I mean, Jolanta, you were spared this as an only child. But sometimes that's just irritating. Oh, I can have, like, snoring, masturbating. All the Staying things. up and reading late. Like, how do you do it? Yeah. And if you're just, like, a really tossy, turny person like I am, just being in the just same Just annoying room, the shit out of other people. Yeah. Or knowing, like, oh, if I move, I'll disturb them. Like, yes. Absolutely. All of that stuff. Or just, like, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom again. Okay, everyone's mad at me now because I got up and went to yeah, the bathroom yeah. again. Yeah, And I, like, I closed the door loud by accident. Yeah. All of that. Ugh. But, oh, Susanna. The sweet freedom, nakedness in your own bed. So Bless good. You. Bless so you. So good. Huge thanks to everybody who wrote and called in this week with their safety tips, with all of their favorite things about living alone, and just with their comments about the Emily episode. A lot of you just wrote in saying that you loved Emily and you're happy for her and that they know that she's going to have a great future life living by herself. And so all of those comments meant so much to us. Reminder, if you want to share your story of living alone, if you have more encouragement for Emily, you can share it at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at weloveyoupod. And we you have an Instagram. slide into our DMs. Yes. Slide and- in to our DMs or follow us on Instagram at weloveyoupod. Yeah. We actually have pictures of Emily's new apartment on Insta Y'all right now. Gotta right now. see that couch and that gallery wall. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, but stay with us. Okie doke, we are back, and now it is time for our We Love You recommendations of the week. These are things that filled our heart with joy. And lift our spirits. Kristen, what you got? All right. My We Love You recommendation for the week is Lizzo. The great Lizzo. That's my recommendation for every day. (laughs) She raps. She sings. She empowers. She makes you believe in yourself. She makes me want to, like, basically just run around singing and dancing through the streets when I listen to her music. She makes me want to throw my hair back, check my nails. Mm -hmm. She makes me want to do all of the things. And then— I just have to say, I was recently on a business trip, and, you know, it wasn't that long. It was maybe five days, two cities. And, you know, I was in my own space. I was in a hotel room, and I Mm. thought, what am I going to do with this little brief window of living alone in these hotel rooms? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to 
Blast Lizzo and Dance in My Room. Yes. And that I, Missy collab, so good. My favorite, though, of hers is Boys. Do you know that song? Yeah, I just really love the Missy collab. I but, love the Boys yeah. one. It sounds like her Prince days because she did collaborate mm, with Prince yes, when he so was still good. alive. It, is, it does have a very Princey vibe. Yeah, but if you are not familiar with Lizzo, just watch like, you know, queue up like three of her videos. She does a really good MTV Music Award uh, performance from, I think, last year when she does a Sister Act 2 themed oh, yes! like performance. So I think good. I made you watch it. It's so good. It's really good, you guys. Look it up. Yeah, it's so good. So Lizzo is good if you live alone. Lizzo is good if you live with others. Lizzo will just get you so excited about yourself and about life. You'll look in the mirror and think, how did I get so beautiful? How lucky am I to be alive? Lizzo loves me. I love Lizzo. I love the world. And so can you. All of those things. But anywho, that's my <laughs> that's Whoa, my We Love You recommendation okay. for the week. I want to know Jolenta's We Love You recommendation for the week. What is it, Jolenta? My We Love You recommendation of the week is crafting. And can you get more specific? Yes. Um, mainly because yesterday I realized our Stitcher office is around the corner from a, like, trimmings and beads store. Also, did you ever notice that Stitcher sounds like it could be a craft club? Uh, yeah, you think I didn't <laughs> notice that? Please. Um, and I bought a few things and I rebuilt a bracelet of mine. That's a baby bracelet. And I made it into like, like, here it is, an adult like ID bracelet. Oh, girl, you need to take a picture of this. I gave it a heavier chain. I got a clasp that's like not too hard to do by yourself. It looks so good. You need to post this on Insta so people can see it. It is so cute. I used to do like jewelry making or like beading and that kind of crafting all the time. And it took like a few hours and was just so, it's so satisfying to just be like, this is a thing I want to make or a thing I want to mend. And then to just like see it through from beginning, middle and end all in a like smallish chunk of time and be like, I finished something. I complete things. Yes. It's not like I am going to knit an afghan and then nine months later or eight years later, it's done. Like a nice one-off craft. So satisfying. And like you deserve it. And like it can be a craft that's somewhat functional. Like I fixed a thing, but like it was still crafty and fun because I like remade it. So your recommendation for the week is do a one-off craft. Do a one-off craft. Yeah. Do like afternoon craft. Yeah. A crafternoon. Have a crafternoon. Oh, I love a crafternoon. You know what you know what else is a good crafternoon? What? Have you ever done a latch hook pillowcase? No. That takes just an afternoon. Yes. And it's a joy. And in the end you have a you have a pillowcase that's furry. Weave a pillowcase. That's pot like a holder. Oh yeah. You can weave a pot holder. I loved those kids. Or have you ever made a macrame plant holder? Uh, when haven't I? Are you not from the West Coast? Uh, am I making one as we speak in this studio? Probably. <laughs> Again, afternoon craft. You craft don't, you don't need noon. months. Don't need months. Yeah. But I love this one-off craft idea. And those are We Love You recommendations for the week. Now, Kristen, I think it's time to uh, give our listeners a little brief teaser of our next episode. Oh, yes. Lindsay, do you want to hit it? Ended up in law school for like... A lot of the reasons that most people end up in law school, like I'm Muslim, I'm Arab, my community has been targeted a lot in like really terrible ways and sort of, right, the solution always seems to be like, oh, go to the lawyers, the lawyers will fix this, right? right. Um, and so then it became something I wanted to do, but law school is really expensive. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And particularly like within elite law schools, it's this whole weird vortex of like privilege and power and prestige and like chasing these things. Mm -hmm. And it's just been very difficult to figure out like 
what I actually want to do. That's Samea, a student trying to tackle the elite law school world while holding on to her ideals. Will she get sucked into a vortex of privilege? Will she stay true to her heart? Will we go to the lawyers to fix this? Listen next week to find out. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the great and very tidy Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Stay in touch with us. Do you have thoughts about an episode you want read on a follow-up? Email us. Call us. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Our phone number is 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. And do us a favor. Please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell someone who lives by themselves about the show. Tell your neighbor. Tell your roommate. Tell everyone about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Krista Meinzer. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. And And so so can can you. you. No, thank you. I already ate two bags of chips. I have so much candy. And a banana. Stitcher. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.